The Favorites Podcast is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There's no better place to bet the action than on FanDuel Sportsbook during the football season. They're America's number one sportsbook with an easy-to-use app that's safe and secure. And when I win, I get paid out in as little as two hours. And this season, FanDuel Sportsbook is making betting easy for everyone. With great promos like risk-free bets, enhanced odds markets, same-game parlays, and more. So if you're new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started and sign up with promo code FAVORITES so they know I sent you. You must be 21 or older and present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777, or visit ccpg.org chat in Connecticut, 1-800-GAMBLER, or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, Virginia, 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. Call the Tennessee Red Line at 1-800-889-9789 or visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia. Welcome to The Favorites, the podcast from the Volume Podcast Network. The, no doubt, number one betting podcast in the country. Matt Mitchell, is that not right? That is currently very much correct. Congratulations. Very much correct. Nice work. You for real? Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. According to the things that track, which are impossible to measure... But in the Apple charts, there are no betting podcasts higher than ours right now. Look at that, Chad. Are we peaking? Is this it? I don't know. It, I told it, you I peaked in high school, so maybe I was wrong. Maybe this is The thing is, it. is, in December, you expect all this to crater. People are less interested. People are out of money. Not our fans. Not our fans. You know they why? They lost it in October. Right. And then we made it all back in November because we are the best sports bettors in the world. I am Chad Millman from the Action Network, Chief Content Officer. I am joined by my co-host, my BFF, my companion, professional better Simon Hunter. Man, it, it's such a different feel this week than last week. Last week, it felt like chaos with Thanksgiving and everything going on. This week, it's felt like it's been going on for like a month just because there's no holidays. There's nothing going on. It, it's very different this week. On a Thursday, all we have is one game tonight, Chad. Kind of an easy day. Yeah, a uh, buddy of mine, uh, as you know, as you know, and I'll share this with everybody else. And Matt Mitchell knows I was in the city on Tuesday, had meetings all day, Tuesday, uh, woke up Wednesday morning, uh, did a really great run through lower Manhattan. It's always nice to do a run in Manhattan on like a cool sunny day. Um, got back, took a shower, was eating breakfast, got a call that one of the people I was in a meeting with tested positive for COVID on Wednesday morning. So I had to shut everything down, leave the city. I am now, uh, the CDC guidelines say that if you are vaccinated and you're not showing any symptoms, you can walk around, wear a mask, you know, take the right precautions and then test five to seven days later. That's the CDC guidelines. Stacy K. Millman guidelines. Come home. Don't talk to anybody. Don't even touch the dog. Get the fuck upstairs. So I am ensconced on the third floor where luckily we've got a guest bedroom, a bathroom, my office. This morning I woke up and I'm like, it's fucking bullshit. Like, I can't be held down. Fuck the matriarchy. But now I'm realizing 
I don't have to drive anyone anywhere. I don't have to feed anyone anything. I'm getting my meals brought to me. And tonight I'm going to watch the Knicks Bulls game. And like, there's nothing I can do to be with anybody because my wife refuses to let me out of the third floor. I was say, she's just sliding the food underneath the door for you. Basically, she's bringing it up <laughs> on a tray, leaving it at the top of the steps. I'm like fucking Rapunzel. And yeah. then like, if I come close, she's like, don't come close. Do not come close to me. Um, so that's what's happening in our house. Well, we're all very uh, thankful, Chad, that you don't have it. Or we don't know yet, but we're hoping you don't have it. We're hoping I don't have it. We're hoping. We got a bit, we got a lot of decisions to make. Uh, let's see. As everybody knows, uh, it's Thursday, which means we will narrow down the slate. There's been a lot of market news. There have been some injury updates, especially on games that we talked about on Tuesday. We are smashing it lately. Last five weeks, we went three and two, yeah. four and one, four and one. So eight and two, 11 and four. Yeah. Quick math. But there's a lot of news going on, so we should probably get to it. Uh, reminder, our uh, Simon Says bet was the Steelers, but you said to wait on that. And I do believe it opened at three and a half. I believe the line might have gone up a little bit. Yeah, it touched four and a half. And a couple of pros have bet it down to four. Still can find four and a half at some books. Before we came on, I think it was at um, four or four and a half on FanDuel. So that, that line was going to keep moving kind of towards the Steelers just because the Watt might be out. A couple of guys might be out for the Steelers. So I told you. You'll get a better number if you just wait on that one. That was Simon Says. Uh, our foxhole was the New York Giants, of which there is injury news we will that, discuss. But before we get to that any, one hurt. Simon, we recorded on Tuesday. We posted on Tuesday. Between now and between then and now, you've probably had calls from our friends. Sharp calls. Hello. Who's there? I'm talking. Ring, ring, telephone ring. Somebody said. Baby, what you doing? <laughs> what do we got? Did. I would say more of the calls this week were more about the, the favorites we didn't take. A couple guys commented and said I was a little too heavy on the, the dogs, but I mean, that's natural. I love home dogs. We got some big home dogs. Home dogs. Uh, love them. Still feeling that, that Philly post-Thanksgiving accent? <laughs> home dogs are my John, yo. Uh... I feel like the biggest one I got called about was people love the Eagles, so they thought you were getting a good number at six and a half. Again, I didn't want to touch it because of the Hurts injury. Apparently, he's good to go. He will be playing. So you can still get that number. A bunch of professionals have taken that. A bunch of professionals have taken the Colts at a big number against this Houston team. Interesting. Is, yeah, very interesting. So they liked it. It was at eight and a half. A couple of them bet that. Bet it again at nine. Now I'm seeing it at nine, nine and a half at a couple of books. A lot of the agreement, too, for us this week, like we can dive in all the different games, but they're, they're with us about our picks with the Steelers. They, they're agreeing about the Giants, and we can talk about the Giants. They had an injury to Daniel Jones, so that line shot up all the way to five and a half. The pros didn't really care. They've already bet it down a lot of books at four and a half. Some books might still find a five, but that's why it's a little scary betting early in the week. There's a lot of unknowns, and there's going to be a lot of line movement, and I got burned a little on the Giants. I took it at three and a half, and it shot all the way up to five and a half, so I did take it again, but that just hurts where you didn't know that there was a major neck injury to Daniel Jones. And that was kind of a, a big news breaker. Why do you think they're on the Eagles so heavily? The simple fact that I don't, I don't think they see the jets, you know, covering against an Eagles team that they're better than they showed against the giants. I mean, that, that was one of those games where hurts just beat himself. The guy had three turnovers without those turnovers. That's a much different, closer game. So they probably looked at it and said, you know, what? I'm getting under a touchdown with a playoff team. That's what, again, these professionals, we've talked about all week. They've been betting the Eagles. 
they view them as a playoff team. That's the simple fact. They they have it as a different metric where they think the books are undervaluing them. So they've just been betting them and it's worked out some weeks, other weeks we've seen it. They've just been getting burned by them. So it's interesting that they're still so committed to this team. I really had no feel for this, but I'm, I'm in agreement with them that six and a half for this Eagles team. That's a good number with Hurts playing, but most books are going to be at seven now. Yeah. Uh, that number is going to shoot up. Also, I was listening to the action network podcast this morning. Uh, Stucky also loved the Eagles minus six and a half. Uh, just thinks this Jets team is trash. And the truth is like Zach Wilson graded out one of the worst quarterbacks in the NFL. Yeah, no, he is. And that's what, that was so painful by the Houston game. Houston, they, they literally had to lose, like try to lose that game to lose it. And that's what they pretty much did. So that's what was so brutal. Like you're up 14 to three on Zach Wilson. You should be good, but no, apparently not the Houston Texans. Well, we still owe people a um, big balls bet of the week, which I'm sure we'll get to today. A reminder uh, for Scooch Roulette, um, you were on the Steelers plus three and a half. I am on the Falcons plus ten and a half. Kind of antsy about it now, but we're going to dig into all that. Let's start. Let's start with. Um, you want to touch on Thursday night real quick? I guess we might as well. Like a lot of, you know, Kamara's out. I know. Taysom Hill starting. Brutal. Um, Tuesday, we were leaning Saints plus four and a half. Uh, currently, the line is six. actually up to six right now. And like I told people, that's why you waited on that. It opened at six. I said that was the better number. You should just wait because you already missed that number. Now it's back up to six. It touched six and a half at a couple books for a little bit and they got bet back down. To me, the simple bet here is just bet the under. I don't really trust Taysom Hill. Um, it might he might be three and one towards the under the last four games he started. Uh, just a, a a team that plays different when he's at quarterback. They kind of run the ball more, more third and like three third and twos, just long drives with this team, and that's the only way they're going to be able to cover and beat this Dallas team. So if I had a preferred play, I wouldn't take either side anymore. It, I can't feel great about this really banged up Saints team. And I guess you were getting a better number with Dallas, but I wouldn't have taken it because I don't really trust Dallas either. So for me, if I'm just going to make a bet on this game, I'll be on the under. All right. Let's get into the games that we are going to think about, because I don't think this is going to be one of our final five. No. On Tuesday, the Chargers were at three and a half. The line has now moved to three and it might get even lower. So. Clearly, it's a game that we were looking at and we felt good about with the Chargers. I hope people were able to get it. What's interesting is that the line is moving uh, and the money is, and, and the bets are coming in on the Bengals. Yeah, we talked, that was just, that was too much. This this number should be three. That's why we were saying the value was all in the three and a half. It's a true coin flip game. Both quarterbacks have moments of brilliance and moments of these guys are young. They're just making second year mistakes. So I, I we again, if we're just going off the the basis, we love the Chargers team because simply because they just got really dominated by a Denver team, and since he just had one of the best ones of the season, so we we took that approach, we looked at it that way, and matchup wise, I, I like the matchup for this Chargers offense against this Bengals defense. So every little thing points to me liking it at three and a half. Still don't hate it at three. That's what we talked about. We just wanted the hook just because it's a better number. If we wake up Sunday morning and we're still feeling like we like the Chargers and it's three and a half as our best five, 
I wouldn't hate it, but it's just it's just unlikely because we have other lines we love a little more. Yeah, the Chargers. This this feels like now that we are back in our rhythm, and we are not letting Twitter get in our head. We are not letting things we've seen in the field get in our head. We're seeing the board as clearly as we're, we're beautiful minding this thing, right? Boom, boom, everywhere. Like it's just they're popping up. Taking a team that just had a bad beat off of a Bengals team that just dominated their biggest rival. Of course, you're going to take the Chargers. That alone. Especially, especially when you're again the best number at three and a half. That's what that's the whole point. It's like you, even when you lose these kind of games, you know that you got a good number and you know that your reasoning was sound to take it. Like this is again, you just said it. This is the buy low opportunity on the Chargers. We're not going to talk about the Lions and the Vikings. Like, I just don't see us putting the Lions at plus seven. It is our final five. Um, we might. A lot, of pros, a lot of pros love that one. So, I mean, we'll talk Sunday about that one. But oh, think, no. No. Yeah, I've had a couple of guys. They love that number. I mean, they've been – I would say most professionals have been waiting for that seven and a half. Like, they just think if we keep waiting, the public will keep betting in Minnesota. The fact they haven't given to them, I do think a lot of them think it's interesting. The book – this might be on the lines the book's making a stand on. And they're saying, nah. We're not giving you that seven and a half. Take the seven or like the people are doing with the Vikings. They're just teasing it down to the one. So I do think it's an interesting, interesting number. It's a, uh, I would say I, I personally have not really touched Detroit's money line since maybe week two. Like, again, we had them week one. We got lucky with the back door. I also had a decent amount of their money line, which just lit on fire. I kind of took the view. I need to see this team win before I would touch their money line again. I might actually put their money line this week. I had a couple of professionals say they like their money line as well. So this is uh, one of the more sneakier bets this week is looking at this Detroit team here. Because I think why? Let me ask you, like, what what is the logic here? What is the math? What is the science? Other than the fact it's a home dog that hasn't won anything, that is at a big number against a team that seems to find ways every week to lose. Those are not measurable week to week. What, what we are seeing on the field is Dan Campbell calling plays, consistently calling draws on third and 32, a team that consistently, get, consistently gets in 30, 32 scenarios, a quarterback who is really terrible, like truly awful and maybe playing with an injury, a uh, defensive secondary that is the worst in the league, um, going against Thielen and Justin Jefferson with no Dalvin Cook, so the offense could be wide open. Tell me why. Tell me why, other than it's a big home dog, professionals would like this number. I'm not sure. I mean, I'm with you on everything. I I hate Detroit. I think they're terrible. I I think Dan Campbell is not like, not a way in over his head, but like you just said, a lot of their play calling is so questionable. And this team, there's certain times where you think they're giving up, but they keep these games close. I think the professionals looking from the standpoint that Vikings just don't blow teams out. They play every game close. Detroit plays every game close for the most part. And matchup-wise, everything you just said is so true about this, this Vikings offense. We're also going to talk about the regressions coming for Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins has been playing way above his head all season. And we saw a little bit last week. I mean, he was just bad on third down. So I, I think it's one of those people are banking on. The public is now off of Detroit. People have moved on. And the book's taking a stand here, leaving this number at seven. Like, it doesn't make sense why it hasn't moved. 
I know for a fact it's been getting teased like crazy. It's been getting bet like crazy. People are all in on this Minnesota number. It's just sitting there at seven. So if we if if it's Sunday and it's still sitting there, I'm I'm probably gonna have to talk into it because that's such a you gotta you gotta stand with the book there. The bookmakers are telling you we're taking a stand on a number. You have to ride with them. They they know what they're doing. That's how they make big money on the kind of games like this. That's terrible. There's no mark my words. Mark my words. Come Sunday, you will not convince me to take the lines. If it drops down to six and a half, I guarantee it. We have it in. Oh my god, I'm gonna hate this. I'm gonna hate 11:45 <laughs> on Sunday morning so much. The Giants. Since we spoke, we liked the Giants at three and a half when Daniel Jones was the quarterback. Mike Glennon now the quarterback. The Giants shot up to five and a half. Immediately get brought down to four and a half. We discussed this before, you know, as we were coming on the air. Still like the Giants here. Can't can't see any reason why I shouldn't like the Giants. It's a the Dolphins like they're riding the crest right now. Tua talk about regression is due for a regression. He's incredibly accurate right now. That defense has had some really nice games, but also some really lucky breaks. Explain to the people why we will still love the Giants with Mike Lennon. Nothing really changed. We weren't betting it because of Daniel Jones. We're betting more so of the Giants defense and their offensive scheme, that this is going to be a kind of game that we'll keep close. Thought it was just really interesting that it dropped down to three. No real reason for the bookmakers to drop it down. They did from three and a half, other than the professional money coming in. We talked about it. Shot all the way up to five and a half. The pros, they said, I don't know why you guys are moving at two and a half points for Daniel Jones. They better right back down to four and a half. So I still think this number might come down to four. I think you just nailed it kind of where the, the, the total is also giving away a lot of vibes where it's 41. It's, it's interesting they made it so low of a 41 total where they're saying both these defenses are really good. This is going to be a low scoring kind of ugly battle game. And we're getting a lot of points now with this Giants team and a low total. Now we're getting four and a half. Not that it reminds me exactly of the game, but last year, Cole McCoy, your good friend, he was on the Giants team. They went to Seattle. The Seattle Seahawks were unbelievable last year. People forget that. And they were really dominating teams at home. The Giants went up there as like a, I might have been an 11-point dog or a 10.5-point dog with Cole McCoy and won outright. A good defense playing a team that was due for regression, and that Seahawks team last year. So kind of the same standpoint you just talked about. This Miami team is just a little inflated right now. I feel like we're getting an extra point, point and a half off of that. Getting now an extra half a point that they the, the bookmakers are giving us kind of because they really downgraded this team with Daniel Jones being out. But I don't think Daniel Jones has proven this season to be worth anything more than a backup. Maybe a half a point is fair, but what does he do game by game to really be like, okay, this is the reason the Giants won this game? It, it, it's only happened maybe once this entire season. I 100% love this. There's nothing that we've discussed so far that makes me think in the final five, I don't like the Giants. Still in that foxhole. We're in the foxhole. We haven't gotten to the big balls bet of the week yet. I bet we're coming up to it because we're going to talk about the Atlanta Falcons are now 11 point underdogs at home against the Buccaneers. And we do have a wait for it. Pros Joe's alert. 54% of the bets on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. 55% 55% of the tickets on the Atlanta Falcons. That's interesting. Again, we talked about just felt like way too many points in a divisional matchup where Tampa Bay is not fully healthy, back-to-back road games. They just haven't been the same team on the road. And, you know, I, I saw a crazy stat about Matt Ryan's record 
against this Tampa Bay team. It's terrible. Uh, his career-wise, he's not been good against them. His career record against Tom Brady is terrible. I don't think he's ever won a game outright against Brady in his career. So kind of scary. I, I already bet on their money line, and I've already bet Atlanta. But kind of just a really weird matchup for this Tampa Bay team. I, I'm not feeling as good anymore about the money line because apparently Brady just has Matt Ryan's number. But 11 points now in divisional game. Maybe it is a trap, but I'm, I'll walk into it. Like, I have to bet this number. It's it's way too inflated. If this was nine, maybe I, you'd have me start thinking a little bit about Tampa, but you're, you're, you're across a key number in 10, 10 and a half. We got we to gotta take. We got to take Atlanta here. Yeah, it's a really big number. The one thing that scares me is um, Atlanta's defense is terrible. Their defensive line is terrible. Their pass rush is terrible. Will Tom Brady just be able to stand there for 44 years and pick apart this defense and every single time, unless Atlanta scores every time, if Matt Ryan does what he usually does, which is throw a stupid pick or, you know, they have a stupid fumble or whatever it is, that's the delta between 14 and 21. And that's what this game could be the entire game. No, we're going to need luck. I mean, that's what burned us. We bet this earlier in the season. It was... I believe 27-24, Tampa right. Bay, Atlanta had the ball. Like you just talked about, Matt Ryan threw a pick, six. Then they went three and out, and the Tampa Bay scored, I think, two more touchdowns in a row. So that that is definitely in the back of my mind. But we're hoping this trend that's been good to us this year keeps going, which is Brady fading Brady on the road. And it obviously didn't work out last week for us, but, I mean, that was that was insane, Lenny running that touchdown. And that, that, was, uh, that was one of those, usually we're going to cover that number, so – Again, if you're back in Tampa Bay, you're you're in the same standpoint as they went back in Atlanta. You're going to need some weird bounce to go your way at the end of this game to cover that number. Like you just talked about, Matt Matt Ryan is it's scary having this big of a number with him. Also, you know what we're going to do? We're going to make sound professional decisions. <laughs> the sound professional decision is to take the Atlanta Falcons as huge home underdogs. It is. The sound professional decision as the Colts visit the Texans is to take the Colts plus 10. (laughs) The Texans were eight and a half on Tuesday. We liked it. I know you've said you've gotten some reports that a lot of professionals coming in on the Colts, the amount of money and the amount of tickets on the Colts, 94% of the money coming in on the Colts. That tells me that there's professional money and public money on the Colts. What are they seeing that we're not seeing that we would do what is professional? They probably just love the aspect of the Colts play with ball control. This, this is the team that can dominate the run. Again, Carson last week, that was, uh, I, I think I said he had five terms. I meant the Colts. I didn't mean Carson personally, but they're up 24 to one last week. He had a strip sack. Brady goes down and scores a touchdown. He comes back, he throws a pick. He just had three turnovers in the game is pretty much why the Colts didn't win it. So I think pros are looking, okay, he's not going to have that kind of game again against Houston. And this is a big number for Houston to cover where Taylor has played well since he's been back, but he's, he's just one man. And we've seen it where he hasn't really been able to carry this offense. Like he's not a superstar. He's just a average below average kind of quarterback. So I, I think they're looking at the standpoint that this Houston team, if they're getting under, they're getting under 10 with the like, Again, the line was eight and a half. It was nine, nine and a half. It's still at some books. They probably just think that the 10 is the key number. So they're saying this Colts team, 
one of the top teams in the AFC, a team that's, that's going to make the playoffs most likely, playing against a Houston team that's going to have, you know, a top three, top four pick. Well, they won't because they traded away. But um, it, 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 I get what they're they're looking at. We're like me and you, naturally, we want to take Houston. I will be taking Houston. If this gets to 10, 10 and a half, nothing's changed. I'm still, I still like Houston. It's just going to make me pause where I'm not going to be putting a decent amount of money on this because of respect for these pros. If pros come in on big favorite, they, they have a good read usually on that game. As Ali G says, respect. <laughs> Booyakasha. <laughs> All right. I don't know that the way you describe it, I don't know that the Texans make our final five. We won't because uh, we won't get a good number. That number's yeah. that number's not going to be what we want it to be. Right. It's at eight and a half in the contest, probably because it come, locks on Tuesday or Wednesday. Yeah. It's already getting up to ten. It could go higher. So let's talk. There's there a couple games. Like we've got four or five more games to to walk through here, and I think it's important. It's a little more than we usually have. It's gut check time. The Bears are eight point dogs at home against Kyler Murray coming back. I guess Cliff Kingsbury, who won't deny that he might go to Oklahoma, a home team getting a massive amount of points. This sets up to be take the Bears. Why wouldn't I take the Bears? I know. I hate this. I hate that. Like, we have to do it. I, I don't want to at all, though. Like, I, I usually I'd be pounding this one. Like, I would be the same view as Detroit or the same view as Houston because um, now I'm getting a better number. But the more I break down film on this, the, the fear is if Arizona gets up two touchdowns, I don't know how the Bears get back. Like they just Nagy is just has no imagination with the offense. It's hard to see how they put up points to keep up with this Arizona team. So it's one of those I'll just wait on and I'll hope that maybe you guys will have weather in Chicago and then I'll be all in on the Bears. If this is a running ball control kind of game, love the Bears. That's this is the perfect style for their offense. But if there's no real weather. It's a nice day in Chicago. Kyler Murray doesn't have to really worry about the elements. It's going to be it's going to be a route probably for this Cardinals team. They're just. They're, they have one of the best records in football for a reason. This team is legit. They've been winning games with Colt McCoy. Now you're getting arguably the MVP back. It's a big upgrade, but we're just hoping for weather because he's going to be rusty. He's not going to want to be out there in the cold. Everything is just – it's really dependent on the home field advantage for this Bears team. That's why, we, like you just said, we want to take this number. This is a really good number for a home team that they like the elements. So we'll, we'll wait and see on this one. What the Bears are going to need, Matt Mitchell – they are going to need to bear down. Hit it! Raven Steelers. Like, we got to talk about it. The line has moved from three and a half. It did exactly what you said it would. You said, wait for this number. It's going to move. It went up to four and a half in some places. Still waiting on TJ Watt news. We're expecting Joe Hayden to be back. I wonder what Mike Tomlin is going to say about that. I'm going to look at you real close today and see if you're highly conditioned and ready to go. You know what I mean? And if you're not, I'm going to put you in the news. You got a Ravens team that beat up a Browns team in, in prime time, even though it was ugly. You got a Steelers team that just got throttled with Ben Roethlisberger looking almost like a 100-year-old man. When is this game not close? When is the Steelers-Ravens game not a three-point game? I'm so glad you came around. That's the exact mentality you need for this matchup, Chad. You just throw out all you throw it all out. It doesn't matter when Lamar was having an MVP season and the Steelers were not good that year. Their games were close. They're, it's just always close between these teams. Historically, Lamar has been terrible against this Pittsburgh's team. 
Pittsburgh has always schemed up very well against Lamar. So no, nothing's changed. Love the number. So happy it moved up. Uh, I was really happy to get it. Some books had touched five at one point. I love that. You nailed it. We, we have to take Pittsburgh here as a home divisional dog against a team where Lamar's had multiple interviews. Now we talked about being six affecting him. He, he doesn't feel that he has the same strength. He doesn't like he says he was tired at the end of the game, which has never really happened for him. It's only happened when he came back from COVID. I know that wasn't COVID related. He was just sick uh, the other week. You guys just had major stuff going on though. He just hasn't been consistent. He hasn't been at practice consistent. It's going to catch up to him. And you know, you you really did nail on the head. It's if this is if it's three, if it's more than three, like we were talking three and a half, we would have taken it. Now it's four and a half. Now it's four. We we still love it. We're still going to take it. So nothing's changed. We're going to be on Pittsburgh this Sunday. Great stats that I'm cribbing from Stucky on the Action Network podcast. Uh, since John Harbaugh joined the team in 2008, in this series, 13 and 13 in the regular season, average margin of one, 20 of the 26 games decided by one possession, 17 of the 26 decided by four or less. Four have gone into overtime. Faves of three or more in this series, one, 13, and two against the spread. Read that one more time. Faves of three or more are one, 13, and two in this series. So that was a little secret stat your boy had. I don't. I can't believe Stuck gave that out. That's an old, old school pros, pros, knows. So that's funny he gave that out. Yeah. I didn't want to dive in too much. That's why I was going to be one of my biggest bets. You just... Everyone knows that number. You always take that. So that that's that's great. Stuck you gave it out, but that's one of those I keep for myself. Wow, look at you. It's just a good secret. That's like you just don't want the public to know those kind of numbers because that the public maybe next year they'll remember that and they'll come in heavy on the dog in this matchup. I, I love it. Every time it just flip-flops, whoever is the dog that year, you take it if it's greater than three and a half. It's I'm not a genius. I just keep it simple, stupid. Public's not that smart. The <laughs> Broncos. Not. Visiting the Chiefs, this game has come down. It was at 10. Now it's at nine and a half. I think we still like the Broncos here. We do. It's like, it's weighing on me, though. I told you, I, I just was not going to be happy betting it because I just don't know what's up with Teddy. But uh, Teddy Teddy covers is a dog, divisional dog. We're going to be taking it. And I saw they might have a little bit, they might have a chance of snow as well in this game, which heavily slants towards Denver. Denver is a run first kind of team. So, that, that might be the reason the numbers come down just because that's what the pros are betting on. Cause other than that, you would just wait. No one knows what's going on with Teddy. So. I mean, I, it's interesting. This number's dropped. I'm like looking at it right now. That's that's, that is weird. It's moved down, but someone might know something. Someone might know Teddy is full go. I just, I don't have word yet. If he is going to be definitely starting this Sunday. So you want to wait until we know. I did take it. I mean, if you could still grab a 10, you're hearing this. Yeah, grab it just for a little bit that you can buy out um, if he's out. Because we talk about there's, I don't care if this number 17. I'm not taking Drew Locke. He's horrible. Oh, my God. Forget it. Drew Locke. It's a lock. We're not taking Drew Locke. That's what it is. Yeah. If if it's third and two and he just needs a completion, I don't trust the kid to be able to throw it three yards. Not even close. I assume, I have a feeling we're coming up to Patriots and Bills. Yep. Big Balls, bet of the week. The Bills make me want to kick your heels up and shout. Throw your hands up and shout. Throw your head back and shout. Come on now, the Bills are making it happen now. People hate this bet, Chad. Hearing it from everywhere. Everyone hates it. Professionals are on the Patriots. The public's on the Patriots. What a gift. What a gift for getting here with the Bills. Explain it to me. 
it was minus two and a half, which was a treat. Now it's back up to minus three. Mac has been great. I got no doubt. That's Mac Jones right now. He's a witch nipple quarterback. Now we've hit the new, too high level of the hype. We got people posting tickets to them betting on him, MVP of the league. We got just everyone's all in on him. People are posting stats of him with Brady, like him against Brady in their first seven games and how he's been better than Brady, even though NFL is a completely different game 20, 21, 22 years ago. So it, it's, it's hit that level. You're not hearing anything about the Bills. If anything, what you're hearing about the Bills is just negative stuff about how they don't match up well against this Patriots team. I love it. I love it so much that like I we don't we usually don't do Mondays. I like being over by Sunday. We might consider this one like I, we might might have to play this one. But I completely have this in our final five right now. You right. you have loved this from the beginning. And what I know is when you love something as much as you love this, I don't ask questions. I'm just like, all right, we're going with it. No, no. You always ask questions. That's why I love you. Which one I immediately when I saw this line, I knew that it was just going to be all Patriots money. And it was going to be a primetime game and they're going to be on the road as a dog. And it, that's just not where you want to be as a better. Um, the, the books know what they're doing here. So it, it is interesting that it touched down to two and a half because they're the, that means the books needed some bills money, honestly. But then it went back up in a couple of minutes. I was like, OK, now they're. They were just testing the water to see what the professionals would do. And the professionals came in heavy on the two and a half. So nothing's changed. We still love the Bills at minus three. Did you get the two and a half? Yeah, but not for a lot. It's going to take me, you know, 45 minutes to either get to Philly or get to AC. So I couldn't get on it quick enough, but it's nothing's changed. I'm, I'm still waiting a little bit because I'm hoping the public will keep betting it down. Because, again, we talk about the time. The public's going to be putting this in teasers. They're going to be putting the Patriots money line and money line parlays. Like, this will be... They, they just like this number a lot. So they're going to keep betting this number all weekend. So I do think you could get lucky and it could touch back down to two and a half. All right. Well, let's also the fact that it's the Monday night game, people are going to be chasing, right? Oh yeah. I love that. Well, listen, that was our big balls bet of the week. I think we're, we're zeroing in on giants, Falcons, Steelers, Broncos, bills. If you asked me right now, I'd say that, it's very possible we take the Broncos out on Sunday and put in the Chargers. That's probably, to me, the biggest question mark, depending on Teddy. It's also possible we could feel better about the Chargers than the Falcons. But I think we feel good about the Giants, the Steelers, and the Bills. And again, we didn't touch on a couple of pros, like, just in case people are wondering about it. What was that Washington number? Uh, a couple of different pros I've talked to have hit that Washington number. That's why... It's just been sitting there. I think the books are happy where it's at. They'll let the public keep betting the, uh, the Raiders. And the pros will come in. They'll keep taking Washington. So don't have a great feel personally for that game. I will, you know, eventually probably end up back, uh, back in this Washington team. I was just hoping for a three. But it, it might not get there just because the professionals, anytime it's touched it, I've just pounded it. So it, it's, it's one of those. If, um, you've been on the fence. I would not go with Vegas. Raiders have been sitting at two and a half. Yeah. All week. All week. They're getting all the bets. So the fact that it hasn't moved is a pretty good indication of how professionals are feeling about this and what the bookmakers know will happen. And now a word from our friends at FanDuel. The NFL playoff race is heating up and you can make every moment more with FanDuel Sportsbook. Right now, all customers get a $10 
parlay bet bonus. Just place $20 in the same game parlay bets and get a $10 bonus regardless of whether your bets win or lose. This Sunday, I'm considering a same game parlay of the Pittsburgh Steelers money line, the under and Lamar Jackson rushing yards under. I love betting here in Connecticut with FanDuel because I was verified quickly. They have America's number one rated sportsbook app, and I know their payouts are fast and secure. There's no feeling like nailing a same game parlay bet. So lock in your bet today on FanDuel Sportsbook. New to FanDuel Sportsbook, they are also offering a risk-free $1,000 bet. If you prefer that, just sign up with promo code favorites. That's promo code favorites. Must be 21 or over and present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires in seven days. Max bonus $10. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Same game probably available for multiple sports in all states on mobile and web. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXT STEP to 53342 in Arizona. 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, and Virginia. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. Call the Tennessee Red Line 1-800-889-9789 or visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia. Let's get back to the show. Let's get to the money line parlay. A lot of ugly dogs out there. Heartbroken about the Saints. I really wanted to put that, man. It's always fun starting one of these things off on a Thursday night, but just don't just don't see how this team's going to win now with all the guys they have out on offense. It's Kamar, both their offensive tackles. They're starting Taysom Hill, who hasn't played in weeks. Um, just don't like the vibe. So I'll stay away from the Thursday. Let's go to the Sunday slate for our money line round robin. People are going to hate it, but we got to do it. Giants with the backup quarterback on the road. Love it. Lions haven't won a game yet this year. I'm betting it this week. I know Chad hates it. I'm doing it. It's, it's, it feels like it's that week. No one's going to be doing it. That's why we should be doing it. Uh, well, it has felt every single week like the Lions are the team. I could see it. I could see it. I could see it. And this is the week where nobody thinks no they can see it. They've just that, been so bad. Yeah, you see where I'm coming from now. That's yeah. why we have to do it. So we got Giants, Lions. Me and Chad touched on it. I like the Chargers. I know it's short now. It's only down to um, plus 150. Still like it. Still think you're going to get value in the amount to run Robin. Stay away from the Jaguars. I'll be doing that one personally. You can just stay away. I'll throw that out. Washington football team, they're a short one too. They're, this it feels safe though, plus 125. And they cap it out. How do we not go Steelers? I was going to say, we have to go Steelers. It's the Ravens. That, that feels like a great fifth option there. So if, you, if you're looking for a juicier one, I'm, I am doing the Chargers. I mean, not Chargers, the Jaguars, because something to me just feels wrong with Stafford. So I'm just going to be betting that number. They might lose by 30 points. This is the perfect time for this Rams team to get right against a bad team. But at the same time, Stafford is bad. This guy is bad right now. Me and Chad, we did not trust him coming to the year. We talked all summer about professionals coming in on them. We just stayed away from it. We did not trust this Rams team. It looks like we might be right. Stafford just might not be that kind of guy. So I will be taking this this Jaguars team, but I'm not making people do it. I told people on the show, I will not force in my Jaguars bets anymore. So I, I get it if you don't want any round robin. Well, look, you should explain to people though, because it is interesting. You bet high dollars, high volume. 
the, the NFL season is your work season. So you're going to bet every game and a lot of the derivatives in every single game, money lines, totals, first halves, whatever it is, um, sides. It's not like you're in love with every bet you make. And Sean Zarillo, the baseball analyst for the Action Network, talks about this all the time. You know, he models every single baseball game. If he can find a tiny 1% edge, a 2% edge from his model versus what the odds are showing, that is worth making a bet on because in the long term, those are ROI positive. So to you, when you're saying, I'm throwing the Jaguars in there, I don't love the Jaguars, but at this number, with what I'm seeing on the other side, it's a combination of player performance and math, the value is there. Doesn't mean you expect it to win, but you expect in the long term to win those bets more often than you lose them. And that's why you decide to do that. 100%. I never in my wildest dreams thought this Jaguars team was ever going to beat the Bills, but I had them modeled at nine. They were giving me, I think it was 13. That's four points. That's an extra plus 150 or plus 200 on the money line as well. So that's what, that's what Chad's pretty much breaking down there. It's like, I don't believe it either. I mean, that's that's the biggest issue I think people run into is they think they know football is one of the most random games. That's why I feel like we all love it. It's any given Sunday is the old saying. You really never know. Um, so that's how I feel about this Jaguars team. There's no scenario I see this team winning. Trevor Lawrence, he looks lost right now. They're, they're their coaching staff, they're, they're worried, I, like we joked about, they might be in Notre Dame or wherever come Sunday. So it's a lot of drama going to the Jaguars, but just on paper, yeah, love the matchup. This is way too many points for a Rams team that they have not proven to be worthy of being favored by 13 points at home against a Jaguars team that's not as terrible as people think they are. So it, it's, it's gross, but that's what we do here. We hold our nose and we take these bets. I don't love the randomness. The randomness makes me sick. And every single time there's a holding call, a pass interference call, an interception, a draw run for a touchdown from 80 yards to end the half and kill your fucking total. That makes me want to quarantine myself. No, I'm with, I mean, I try not to be too much on the refs here because people probably get sick of that. But this year it's, it, it's been bad. It's been really bad. The refs. It's really game. egregious. Yeah. So I, I do think there are going to be major changes coming, though, in the future, just because of all the money that the NFL is taking in with sports betting now. All right, let's do a I'm a survivor. We're a survivor. The survivor pool pick of the week. The biggest ones are stayaways at this point. Where we're, we're, we're going to tell people to stay away from. I would stay away from the Vikings. The fact that so many professionals have talked to me about betting Detroit's money line, haven't heard it all season, honestly. Like, they were on the Bears last week, money line against them. They didn't – they've heard of the stat that I think it was, what, 12-0 and 0 road favorites against the Lions on the money line. So, stay away from the Vikings. I just don't like it for matchup-wise this week. If you have it, Colts-Texans feels like a safe one. Yep. We already talked about Brady's career. I don't think he's ever lost to Matt Ryan. Buccaneers feel pretty safe. Man, I, I would stay away from Rams. I know it's a big number, and some people might be waiting to use the Rams' position. I just can't do it. I just Their mojo is so bad right now. I, I don't trust it, but if you're stuck and you have to, I get it. The Rams, them, the, their percentage-wise, they have a, over a 78% chance of winning straight up against this Jaguars team. So – Besides Tampa Bay, that's the best odds right now to win straight up. You're never judgy. And what <laughs> I mean by that is 
I get why you're doing it. I understand. I can't hate on you for it. You want to take the rounds? I, I know why. I get it. It's never like, you idiot. How could you do that? I'm just trying to that. warn people because it's like I've been there. I know the feeling where it feels too good to be true. And that's that's just my fear with this Rams one. I know a couple of guys who have been saving the Rams just for this week, but I, I just would not do it. I just have a bad feeling about it. Oh, and Chiefs. Andy Reid off the bye week. So I'll tell you what it is. 16 and 11. Against the spread or just straight up? 16 and 11 against the spread. 59%. That's 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 where you quit your day job numbers, though. That's it's a good true. number. It is um, true. So, yeah, it's against the spread. I, I'm assuming straight up, though, his record's pretty damn good. So, me and Chad, we got burned in this exact situation against this Denver team as a double-digit underdog. So That's right. I'm not going to recommend it to anyone. All right. So, look, if you've got, you know, if you're thinking about Culture it, Tampa. Colts or Tampa. That's what it feels like. If you got Colts or Tampa, those are your choices. Stay away from the Rams. Stay away from the Vikings. All right. Quick update for you guys. The Action Network just launched a new hockey betting podcast called Line Change. It's hosted by our editor, Mike Leboff, and the professional hockey better known as So Money Sports. And they cover the whole NHL board in about 20 minutes. So if you love betting the pucks, Check out Line Change with new episodes dropping at 10 a.m. Eastern every Tuesday and Thursday. Okay. <laughs> this has been the favorites from the Volume Podcast Network. We are the number one sports betting show in the country. I am Chad Millman. He is Simon Hunter. Producer Matt Mitchell. Download us from Spotify, from Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. We'll be back on Tuesday. Love you. Love you.